FNG Podcast. We back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. Go ahead, fool. Tell everybody. Nah, we ain't gonna tell nobody. Fool. You ain't gonna tell nobody? Nah. Alright, we'll save it. We'll, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll have to save that. So, last night we had uh, the presidential, the first of many, well, I guess. I think it's like three or four. It's three. The first of many uh, presidential debates. And uh, your thoughts, sir. How do you How do you feel now? The same. I, it didn't really change anything for me, like, as far as, like, the debate-wise. Um, it was kind of, like, just a shit show. But a shit show that I completely blame on the moderator. The moderator failed to uh, handle the situation. People would argue that he tried to. But that's the moderator's job is to handle the situation. He didn't. He failed to do that majorly. I, I felt like he was arguing more with Trump than he was with Biden. Oh well, yeah, sure. And people would say that he was doing that because Trump was interrupting more than Biden. See, I, I from like the uh, the twenty minutes I was able to watch. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was kind of both ways. You know what I mean? I mean, it was both ways, but. Uh, I think people feel like Trump was more interruptive than Biden, but I think that's because when Trump speaks, he speaks with his chest and Biden was speaking very low. Like he wasn't trying to get into an altercation or anything like that. Well, from me, from what I could tell though, he, he seemed flustered. Like Trump was in his head. Like, and I knew that's what Trump was trying to do. But you could see like his reaction, like calling him a clown and calling him a liar, constantly calling him a liar and shit like that. Biden calling him Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it turned into was the shit show of name calling and trying to like what really pissed me off about the debate was the point where they wanted to bring up Trump's tax records again about the whole leak thing that he only paid $750 in income taxes and shit like that. I'm like, dude, obviously that shit's fucking fake, fake news because there's no way in fucking hell that fool only paid $750 in income taxes. Yeah. There's, there's you either evade it all or you're not going to pay $750 in fucking taxes. Like that's just like not going to fucking happen. But him bringing up the taxes, but the other part that I really hated was Trump going after Biden's son. Like, you can't take the low blow and then return the low blow in my eyes. Like, it's just, it shouldn't work that way. Like, there's a certain level of ethics you need to hold yourself to. Well, but I think he, he brought up his son because his son's in court right now. Well, yeah, I know. And he's got, you know, he's had drug issues in the past and shit like that, but like, I just felt like that wasn't the time or place to be bringing that shit up. Like you're there to prove your point as too far, as far as wise as like why people should vote for you. Not like try to bring the other guy down. Cause he's saying shit about you too. Like it's just a retaliation. Yeah. I mean, I get I'm, that, but that that's the part that I just didn't like. Like I didn't like the retaliation part. Like there's a nah, certain level of ethics you need to hold yourself to as a person. Nah, fuck that. Someone talk shit to you. You better talk shit back. They know. I mean, you got to keep it to each their own. You got to keep it real. I mean, that because it honestly, in my opinion, if Trump doesn't react at all and just accepts it, it to me, he looks like a bitch. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. And, and, you know, Trump fucking speaks what's on his mind. Yeah. He, he's not afraid to voice his opinion about a situation. 
Okay, I guess it's not the fact that he retaliated. It just turned into this whole fiasco about shit that doesn't involve the country. Is basically what I, I guess is what I'm really meaning by all that. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, he's trying to push that, which that is significant to the country. You know what I mean? What? Uh, like his whole son, all that money, all the shit that he was doing. Okay. How is that significant to the country? Because that shows the character. Because he didn't have that job until Biden became vice president. What job did he have? Where he was a Ukraine, he worked for the Ukraine and some other country doing, was it chemical and soil, some shit? Okay. He was making a hundred and something thousand dollars a year. I mean, excuse me, a month. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't know all that. I just, it wasn't anything that I felt like needed to be part of the first presidential debate. It just turned into uh, a tit for tat, like attack each other kind of shit. Well, I mean, I, I feel like he was just trying to implicate, like, okay, he, that greatly benefited his son and someone who wasn't qualified for that position. And then, you know, if he can do that for him, what what else is he going to do? I think that's the one thing that seriously got under Biden's skin, though. Like, when Trump threw up his son, like, that's when you could see the frustration in his face. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, how are you going to bring my family into this shit? So, I mean. I mean, but even after that, it's it's just like the interview that he gave that after this election's over, that Biden and Ivanka are going to be in prison and they should be in prison and this and that shit. So, I mean, you can't, I mean, like you said, tit for tat and coming after his family. But for three years, you know, Trump has just been hammered on and hammered on and hammered on. No matter what he did, whether it was good or bad, just been nonstop hammered coming after his family, his sons, his wife, you know, his yeah. past. Yeah. Well, uh, I watched this video today on Facebook um, of this black guy hanging out of a, uh, outside a restaurant talking to other black people, asking them, you know, you're going to vote this year. You're going to vote this year. Who are you voting for? And gave them out like this long, logical reasons of why they need to vote for for Trump over Biden. Because all the people, or I shouldn't say all the people, but the one that was in the video, he only talked to one person in the video. Uh-huh. And he was telling them, you know, Biden hasn't done shit for us. And if you really go back and look at the records, Biden is the real racist here. He's like, there nowhere does Trump be the racist like with the whole thing with the wall and saying that you know they're rapist and all that stuff he's like if you look at like the legit uncut video of him during that speech he's talking about the ms-13 yeah i saw um, that gang members yeah those I, are the rapists and the killers and that so um he's doing all that and stuff like that and just talking to them and trying to convince them that you know trump's not the bad guy here well, I mean, and that's the thing, like, okay, and and Trump said it at the at the debate too, you know, he's done more in forty seven months than Biden's done in forty seven years. Which is one hundred percent the truth. But I feel like the way the media twists everything and people are such sheep when it comes to this shit. They live and die by CNN and CNN's like a corrupt ass motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like corrupt. And I've watched it firsthand, and that's how I knew I couldn't trust the news. Right there. I watched the speech, uh, Trump's speech, word for word, right? Heard everything he said. 
CNN chimes in, literally chopped it up to make it look like he was saying something completely different. And I'm like, dude, how can you run this as a news story? If anybody shows the original news story, your, your shit's a lie, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, why I really lost it was how, when they talked about law and order and they were talking about the cops and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, I was kind of laughing because he kept throwing it in Biden's face. Well, you can't even say law and order because you say that, you lose all your left, extreme leftists. Well, that's the truth. I mean, did you hear what Biden said he wants to do? Which part? Where he wants to put psychiatrists in the police car so they can evaluate the system so they don't have to use violence. Ex- no, ex- I, I must have dozed off on that part. Like, I watched the whole thing, but I, I can't say I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, there was just one part that I watched, and he's like, I want to put a psychiatrist in each cop car so that way they can evaluate the situation and violence doesn't have to be used. And I thought in my head, hmm, who's going to be like, Mr. Bad Guy, I know you're having a bad day, but let's try to resolve this. I know you just killed those two people back there, but let's, you know, let's try to do this peacefully. Is that how this is supposed to work? Like, it, it makes zero fucking sense in my mind. I mean, honestly and truthfully, I feel like the media has made a mockery of our of our presidency. Yeah. You know, you know, before Trump was president, oh, fuck. He was friends with Jesse Jackson. He was shaking hands with The Rock. He was, you know... Doing all this shit, you know, got awards from the NAACP. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what he said in that video I watched. And he was also talking about how, like, how popular he was. You know, people wanted to know him and be his friend and shit like that. But as soon as he fucking went into office, the script flipped because he was getting rid of the people that were helping out the fucking left. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. So he was getting rid of those people and then they had to twist it and turn it in. Then that's when all the racist yeah. uh, remarks for him and stuff started coming out saying he was a racist and that he doesn't like blacks and he doesn't like Mexicans and everybody's just eating it up because that's what the media is feeding. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's such, the fact that people actually believe this shit, you know what I mean? Because after he's done being president, which hopefully will be 2024, because I'm sorry, but if Biden goes into, in, into office, <sighs> Like, dude, it is very fucking frustrating. Like, this shit pisses me off. Like, as I talk with, like, my brother-in-law and all these fucking retarded-ass people. I mean, they're retarded. I hate to put it like that, but, dude, some of these people just feed into everything that they fucking watch. Feed into all that shit. And it's just like, dude, use your own fucking brain and really sit down and look at it. You know? Yeah. I mean, explain to me how you want a a company because, see, the path that Biden wants to go down, Clinton did before. He raised taxes for a year, right? Corporate tax and people's taxes. He wants to raise corporate tax to 28%. Yeah. He wants to raise... Everybody's taxes, so the middle classes would be 20, I think it said like 26.5% or some shit like that, 27%. I think the corporate ones are supposed to be higher than that. I think corporate was supposed to be like 40, wasn't it? 
Well, he he wanted for so he was saying for the longest he wanted to do sixty percent. Which, come on, who's gonna pay sixty percent taxes, right? Yeah. And then they want to raise like for the middle class, which would be me. To I think he's like I said, it was twenty six, twenty eight percent, somewhere in that range. I'm at eleven percent now. So could I give up a quarter of my check to, you know, for what to fund people to go to college? college yeah. But then I make too much money to. Qualify. Qualify. So I'm paying for some other kid's college while I can't even send my own kids to college. Like, that makes zero fucking sense to me. Like, I get helping out the needy and hell. I'll give 20 bucks to donate to somebody who needs help or 100 bucks. But don't take the opportunity from my kids because some piece of shit out there that doesn't want to work wants to send their kid to college to get a better life. Like, I'm sorry. That's In, in my opinion, that's the way I see it. Like, some lazy fuck went and had a kid, didn't do nothing with his life, wants his kid to take care of him, so he wants to send him to fucking college. But he can't afford to send him to college because he didn't do shit with his fucking life. Yep. I don't know. I'm real I'm real passionate about this part, you know? Because, I mean, I'm all for helping out and, and living, you know, lending a helping hand and, and being humble and shit like that. But if you take away from me and mine... And my hard work? Fuck yeah. that, dude. I'm wondering if it's just going to end up being a repeat of 2016 with uh, all the polls. Because I was looking at the polls last night, too. And all the polls have bitten up by, you know, just a couple percent points. But, uh, you know, that's how they had it in 2016. Hillary was winning all these states and shit. And when the real ballots came in, Trump was the one who... Well, no, Hillary won the popular vote. The popular vote, yeah, but but by electoral votes, votes, uh, Trump won. So I'm ho- I'm hoping, I'm hoping people wake the fuck up, especially come November. Like, I don't know why you're saying November, dude. Early voting starts next month. Well, I guess te- technically tomorrow's next month. Well, but it's only on certain days. I think there's only two days of early vote, like for Hayes County. Nah, nah yeah, there's like two weeks marked out. I th- but I think it's certain days for certain each station. So like your voting, pl- your voting place is only going to have like two or three days that are open. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can go to anywhere inside your county. Well, they, they give you a list from what I saw. I never voted before, so. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can go anywhere. You have to stay within your county. Oh, well, I, I looked online. They gave me a list of places for me to go vote. And that's the other thing. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about the uh, mail-in ballots? That's what I wanted to ask you, too, because they brought that up last night. And I've heard it at work, you know, about the whole, hey, did you see that they found mail-in ballots, you know, that have their Trump's name on it, and they found them in creeks and ditches, trash cans. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, no, I didn't. But, you know, and then Trump brought it up. I was like, well, shit, maybe it is true. So the way the way that works is so they have what they call an absentee ballot, right? So that means if you cannot physically make it to a voting booth, right? Yeah. And you submit it, they will send you certified mail, a ballot. You fill it out and it gets certified mail back to them so they can be counted. Which is fine. And that's what Trump is arguing in this whole situation. He's not arguing about that. That is 100% fine. Military do it. And people that can't make it to the poll. 
the way Biden and them are talking about it is sending the ballots through regular mail to everybody, having them fill it out and then mail it back. And that's where Trump's like, dude, do you know how easy that is to manipulate? Because I could go vote and then cast two votes. I just got to write my name on it. There's no way to keep track of what mail-in comes in. It's not like they're going to be like, oh. Because you're saying the certified is fully tracked and all that shit. Correct, correct. Signed for and all that shit. Right, that goes through the proper channels, not you drop it in the mailbox and hopefully it makes it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you've seen the way mail works now, so. Oh, yeah. Mail's the shit show. They do what they can do. I don't blame them, man. There's so many fucking, like, not even just like regular letter mail, man. Like fucking deliveries and all that shit. I mean, it's it's high demand for that shit right now. Oh yeah, and it's everybody USPS, fucking FedEx, UPS, all that shit. But I don't know, dude. I after listening to Trump last night about that part specifically, I'm kind of weary about mail-in ballots. Yeah, I, I'll go vote because it's not even the fact of somebody putting in two votes or whatever. Like you said, that it can be manipulated that way. My thing is, is somebody untrustworthy opening the, the letters to count them, and then they see, oh, this isn't who I want to be president, so they throw it out. Exactly. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure most of those federal offices have plenty of fucking paper shredders. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to get crimpled up or shit. They just got to throw it down the paper shredder. That's my concern with mail-in ballots. Oh, fuck yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes zero sense on why why they're pushing it so hard, you know? Like Biden said, oh, it's because coronavirus. He didn't do enough for the coronavirus. 200,000 people have died from coronavirus. Uh, One in every six black people have contracted coronavirus. That is the other thing that fucking got me. I heard him say that, and I'm like, what does race have to do anything with fucking corona? You know, and he, he kept going about how Trump helped the black community, and now one in every six black person... Has COVID or has died from COVID. Number one, you should probably do your math a lot better. 200,000 people. uh, I'm sorry. 325,000 people last year died from being fat. So, yes, 200,000 is a a lot, a lot. But people die from, you know, being fat, drunk drivers. And and then not only that, like how easy it is for them to be. Oh, well, you know, he got shot with a gun, but he died from Corona. Mark him. Yeah, no, that, well, that's, that's what happened. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't even trust those statistics. Yeah. Because CDC went and changed, like, it was like, I think there was, uh, and I forgot what state it was, but they had said, like, there was 19,000 deaths. And then they went in there and they checked it and they, like, if they died from something, like, someone had died in a car crash, but he had COVID, so they marked it as a COVID death. And it went from 19,000 to like 2,000. And it's like, dude, how are you going to be like, oh, my bad. He didn't die. He had COVID, but he didn't die from COVID. From, from COVID, exactly. Yeah, so. They're going to be like, well, he had injuries that he could have survived if he didn't have COVID. Yeah, I nah, mean. Fool, that ain't how it works. Fool. He died from the car accident. I mean, I'm curious. Hold on, let me see. Oh, you're going to try to look up some statistics right now? Well, I want to see how many black people there are in America. How many black people there are in America? Yeah. You might as well wait for the census to finish, fool. Well, I'm going to go up based off the the last one. Yeah, that was 10 years ago. 
You're supposed to fill the gap here, so there's no. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm not big on conspiracies, <laughs> but with the way this year has gone, and in an election year, I'm really starting to lean on the conspiracy side that all this shit was happening to get Trump out of office, bringing up Black Lives Matter, because um, that was something else I fucking saw too. Uh, talking about like the media controlling everything and you know feeding people false information because you know corona's so bad corona's so bad but when black lives matter started you know corona fucking disappeared oh yeah nobody wanted to talk about corona everybody go out rioting and protesting and shit like that and corona wasn't around anymore so i mean it just it really makes me lean for this part here specifically link makes me lean towards a conspiracy theory about you know the extreme left is planting and starting these things to fuck up in an election year and try to get Trump out of office. God damn it. I'm trying to do the whole, uh, just say Google. How many black people are there? in what, America? So they just gave me a, a, the popular or the population estimates for 2019. And then how many percentage were African-American? So I'm trying to do the math, do the math here. Can I not fucking paste it here? Tell me the number, Phil. I got it right here. Oh, my fucking God. What's the number? It's 328, 239, 523. What's the percentage? 13%. So that's 42,671,137. 138. So, hold on. I'm doing Biden's math here. So that was what? How much? 42,000. I mean, 42,000,000. 671,138 divided by six. So of the 200,000 deaths, right? 200,000. Yeah. Uh, deaths due to COVID and one in six black people have died from it. Yeah. So 7 million black people have died today with COVID. No, I don't think he's saying one in six have died. I think he's saying one in six contracted. Okay, so what's the total number of, look up the total number of COVID cases. Total COVID cases. In America. In the USA. America. America. Total cases is uh, 7.26 million. So, nothing but black people have only gotten COVID. That's what they're saying? Well, yeah, because it's... One out of six. One out of six, so 7.1 mil of them are black. So, yeah. Uh. I mean that I I'm, I mean but that was the one thing that really fucking irritated me with fucking Biden's thing was turning it into a race thing. So bringing COVID and race together to say one out of six contracted fucking corona. Like why does it need to fucking go there? But it doesn't even it, it doesn't We go we go right back to Morgan Freeman's fucking thing about racism, dude. It goes away if you don't fucking talk about it. Yeah, if you don't like you don't have to bring up race in every single fucking conversation. Well, see, so my my deal was, and this is what really, I mean, I guess it really didn't piss me off, but even the moderator was in on this about how he wanted to, what was it, the white supremacist group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, you know, he denounced him, tell him to stop. And he's like, sure, which one? Yeah, that was something else that uh, people were talking about was, uh, oh, see, he won't even denounce the, the white supremacy. And... So they released a transcript today, right? Okay. And so it goes over, and all he says is, sure, sure, tell me which one. Tell me which group. And neither one of them said a group. He's like, 
I want them all to stop. I don't, I, you know, I want law and order. I don't want anarchy. I don't want people burning cities down and, you know. Yeah. But that that's the thing. And see, that's why I didn't like that moderator at all. Well, I didn't like him either, but, but that my main point was that he did not control the situation. You know well, no, I mean? he was just biased because he told Trump, like when Trump was talking about how the top 10, you know, uh, was it the top 10, I guess, shit, shit cities okay, yeah. are run by are Democrats. Run by Democrats yeah. And he said, you know, majority of the top 40 are run by Democrats. And even the, the moderator was like, well, what do you think about some of the cities that are now uh, constantly Republican. doing it that a Republican doing that. And he's yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it's like, dude, if you're supposed to be unbiased and down the middle, then, and you have to be down the middle, don't, don't lean towards the side and then act like, you know, he's the piece of shit. I don't know. I, I've been watching a lot of shit. Like, uh, what was that shit called where Trump did the open house or the, not an open house. Uh, I forgot. Cribs? No, motherfucker. <laughs> this is the Lincoln bedroom. No, uh, God damn it. I forgot what it's called, but he sat down with a democratic, uh, host and took questions from, you know, people to answer, you know, to, to get their understanding. Okay. And dude, I mean, they just, uh, the Hodge twins did a, a segment on this and other people did segments on this. And it's just like how disrespectful, like people were shouting at him and cutting him off and 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 you know the media has when, pushed when this. was this done like after the debate no or this is like before, before it? it was like a couple of weeks ago okay but like this one lady this one black lady was talking about she had uh illnesses for before she had health insurance before obamacare and all that other shit and uh she was mid-sentence and she's like do you want to take away for pre-existing uh, pre-existing conditions and Trump said no and she's like sir sir let me finish my question and so Trump got quiet and she finished her question and then he answered it but I'm like dude how disrespectful can you be like this is the president of the United States well that's why I started laughing yesterday too with the fucking moderator because at the beginning he was when he was trying to control the situation his way uh, Mr. President Mr. President Mr. President Mr. President. And then, like, after he got fed up with it, he was like, sir, sir, sir. I was like, what happened to Mr. President? Yeah. I mean, I mean, just the utter the utter disrespect. You know what I mean? But that that's the thing, too. Like, this one guy, he said, he said, okay. And Trump gave him fucking numbers. Okay. And he goes, how is, you know, how can you say that you're helping out the black community that, we aren't, uh, even though our, our median income is not the same as white America, right? And so Trump told him, he goes, well, he goes, Let me, look, at, look at it like this. You know, I, and of course, you know, Trump always says the same thing. I've done the most for African Americans and Hispanics and stuff like that. And he gave numbers. The average black American, the average median household income, under Obama was $39,000, right? Okay. For black people. For white people, it was like 78000 right? Obama was in office for eight years. Yeah. Trump passes all these bills, takes all these things, creates all these jobs. Now, the African-American average income is 58000 and the white average income is 64000 right? And the guy goes, 
but it's not even. So how do you explain that? And Trump's like, well, we're working towards that. You can't just reverse it. And like, dude, you just gain. I'm sorry, but in theory, you just gain almost $20,000 extra per year. Yeah, you're sitting right around uh, 15000 per year. Well, it'd be 39, 56. What is that? 15, 16? 17, yeah. 17. 17,000 more per year that you're making with the jobs that have been opened up. And I mean, I understand it's not fair. It's not even. It's not the same. But the gap is closest that it's ever fucking been. been yeah. Like, I don't know where this ideology is coming that. You know, everything needs to be fair and even and equal and shit like that. Like, there that's, ain't nothing fucking equal in this world. That's that leftist that's bullshit. Like, that's like saying, oh, well, Africa doesn't have, so we need to give everything we have to Africa so Africa can be equal to us. Yeah. Like, it's not going to fucking happen, dude. Like, there's nothing equal in this world. Well, that's what that's what people don't understand. Like, they want to raise taxes for the middle class to help out the lower end. But then that fucks the middle class. Upper class. Well, they don't give a fuck if it fucks the middle class because then the lower class can come up. But that's the thing. They're gonna they're gonna keep them like the the system. But that's how you kill the economy too. You tax more products and uh, food and all that shit. Prices are gonna rise. What? But that see that's the thing too. Like Biden's like I'm gonna I'm gonna tax the corporate and if they don't like it they don't have to be here. What? Yeah. Why? That takes away jobs from Americans. Takes away jobs and it. Uh, it makes you become more of an importer, which you know you're spending more money than you're actually creating. Exactly. It it does nothing for the economy. Does nothing for the American people. He's like, I'm for the American people. No, no, you're not. He's pro money. He's not even pro money because he, like, that would put us in more debt than. No, we I'm already not saying in. for us as the a country or as us the people. I'm talking about in his pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, that, you know, and, and I saw this dude that I, I'm on. I'm, I got friends on Facebook and he's like, you know, he's a black guy. And, and that's cool. You know, I have no issues with this dude. But I watch him and he goes, man, look, look at Trump again, bringing up Biden's bill. Dude, you do realize that that was in an effect until Trump took it away. Right. So for the past 30 years, you were in jail for being black for the most part. Like that was an extra incentive. Was a, to lock, you know, African-Americans, Hispanics. Kamala Harris had people, people got exonerated and were in jail for 11, 15 months after they were exonerated. Oh, they wouldn't let them out. They wouldn't let them out for cheap labor in California. I'm talking about like 78, litter pickup and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, 78% of them, African-Americans. Yep. 19% Hispanics. And that's the other idea, too, that's floating around is that the reason Biden picked Kamala Harris as his running mate is so they can be like, oh, look, see, I'm not a racist. I picked a black running mate. Exactly. She's going to be the first uh, female black vice president. That's exactly what what it is. You know, a lot of people put on there, you know, Trump's not a feminist. Trump's not this. Trump's not that. I'll tell you one thing, though. Trump is a businessman. He understands it. What I like about the dude is this man will shake the hand of the doorman the same way he will shake the hand of the guy that's a CEO. Yeah. When you have Biden, who me and you, I could walk up to him and be like, hey, miss, you know, 
hey, Mr. Biden, you know, I'm Joe Blow from Austin, Texas. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. He probably ain't going to shake my hand. Look at the way he reacted when those people asked him questions at the, at his rally. You're not so tough without your guns, huh? That's exactly what he said. Like, come on, dude. Really? We'll see. We will see, man. I thought you were supposed to have a guess on this shit. Huh? I thought you were supposed to get a guess. I thought you had a guess, fool. What happened to Sal? Sal's pro-Trump. Oh, you want someone to argue with. Yeah. The one that, who was the one that punked you? Cecilia's friend. Oh, that's right. Whatever happened to her? I haven't heard. Have you even asked? No. Well, of course not. (laughs) Have you canceled your cable? No, I have not. This mother... <laughs> God damn it. See? Tomorrow, for sure, fool. Oh, yes. I got it. That's what I heard Saturday. That's what I heard two weeks ago. That's what he heard Monday. No shit. Yeah. I mean, I just... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, man. Like, I'm like... I I, I wasn't very impressed with it. I, I can't say I've watched many fucking presidential debates. It's never been my thing. But, you know, the girl was in interested this year she's been asking a, a lot more politic uh political questions and stuff trying to figure out how it all works and why uh going for trump versus biden and all this i guess it's just such a bigger deal this year so said she was interested i was like all right yeah we'll, we'll watch it and about an hour in she was like all right i'm kind of over it but you know i was like we're already an hour in it's supposed to be like another 10 15 minutes of course it went on for like another 30 minutes but right right I mean, but that's that's the deal. Like, that's why this year is so important, you know. But my thing is, too, is that, you know, people kept putting on Facebook when the uh, debate started saying, watch it. You got to watch it now. If you don't know who you're voting for, watch it now to make your pick, figure out who you want to be in office. And, and then afterwards, everybody's talking shit, you know, about Trump or Biden or whatever. They have their fucking minds made up. Yeah, they, like, they do. You're not... You're not watching this to figure out who you want to vote for. Well, well, fucking Kamala Harris comes out and she's like, well, if you were up, if you were on the fence on who to vote for, do you want to vote for Biden or you want to vote for that bully Trump? Because Trump was bullying him. Are we fucking 12 years old here? How was he bullying him for three years? Is This dude has taken nonstop hits, attack on his character, attack, attack on, on his, his policy. Family. Attack on his fucking yeah. policy. I mean, his family. Else I saw the, today on Facebook was this. Uh, it's kind of like just a picture of Trump, but he was he's walking away, so it was like a shot from his back, kind of like a painting more than uh, like an actual photo. But uh, and then it it was talking about you know he walked into the lion's den knowing what he was going into, but he did it anyway. Talking about he knew he was going to be under a lot of fire. Oh yeah, and he he went ahead and did it anyway. Dude. He ran for president. I mean, and that's that's what they try to talk about, how, oh, we're at the highest deficit that we've ever been in before. Yeah, because he gave $3.3 trillion. And, and honestly, we are $1 trillion, or it, it was like point nine or some shit like that, trillion, more in debt than what we were with Obama. So by adding $3.3 trillion, we're only point nine of a trillion, you know, 900, was it 900 billion? Yeah more in debt now because of COVID like, so you can't tell me, I feel feel like it's just very hard to get out of debt for any country. No, we were, we were striving. We knocked three, almost $3 trillion out of debt in three years with all the backlash, with all the shit, just like how they told, like, you know, Trump told the car dealerships, Hey, you want, you want your cars here? Then you come back to America Ford. 
What did Ford do? They closed the plant in Mexico, came back to Dearborn. Number one producer. Chrysler, Dodge, Chevrolet. You know, Biden talks about Chevrolet. Hell, you gave them a shit ton of money. Yeah, you bailed them out. You bailed them out. Yeah, that was the other thing I was listening to. Like, really tuned into was when he was talking about manufacturing in the, the U.S. Yeah, that, that he brought it back. No, you did not. You were letting those motherfuckers out there do whatever the fuck they wanted because they can charge more for their car to do it here. They could they could build a car in Mexico. Like, I, I there was a study that they did, right? So they built a car in, in, in Mexico, right? Kia had a plant. Ford had a plant. I forgot a couple other people, but they did it. The cost of manufacturing a Ford F-150, right? This was back in like 2015, 2016, maybe 2013. But an F-150, a, a base model F-150, right? It cost them $2,000 to build it. Come back around and uh, sell it for what? 32? 20, 25, 30. Yeah. Plus interest. So that's why the cost of, of trucks went up because they, hey, they had to make it somewhere. Yeah. But at the same when you time, get, when you get profit margins like that, you ain't going to just let it go. You're going to something goes up in cost. You're going to bring it back up in the selling. But it's like Trump told him either you come back or I tax the shit out of you, which is the truth, which is, which is fine with me. Yeah. You know, more jobs, you guys, more want to import your shit into the states. You're going to pay taxes on it. Yeah. So you come back here. You could charge more for your trucks. I mean, what the cost of a truck now is what eight thousand more than it was in twenty thirteen? Probably. You yeah. get a base model for what thirty, thirty two, before you get a base model for like twenty five. I mean, seven thousand more with the cost of inflation. I mean, that is perfectly fine. You know what I mean? But I just think about it. You know, you you close down a factory that had you know two hundred thousand people working in it. Now you have two hundred thousand more jobs here in America. That's more opportunity for people to work. Off the factory alone. Right. And that was one factory from Ford. You know what I mean? So imagine all these other companies doing the exact same shit. So, I mean, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, unfortunately, and, people and don't know, understand that yeah, Trump is the I better man. the other thing people don't understand is, uh, like, I saw other shit. Like, I just kind of been, like, scrolling through Facebook and looking at different comment boards and shit uh, about stuff from the, the debate. And one of the things was about the manufacturing and stuff like that. And they're like, well, how is he bringing everything back to the States? I just made a call to services for whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're still Indian. Like they're answering calls in India. I'm like, well, that's completely different from fucking manufacturing. They're not fucking importing fucking calls. Like it's a call center. Like there's nothing that they can fucking do about that. Like you're just on the phone with somebody from fucking India. It's not the same fucking thing. I was like, I don't know how you get it confused with we're making a call and them transferring you out to fucking India compared to actually. I mean, I get the point of having jobs here. Right. I mean, that is jobs that are outsourced, but it's not exactly like full on revenue for the state. Like when it comes to manufacturing. I mean, this is what people don't understand. Like people buy Nike shoes, you know, spend $500 on Jordan's. And some little Chinese kid over there made 12 cents fucking building that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But yet you still sport Nike, you know? <clears throat> so uh, Nike supports Black Lives Matter. So they support them. Yeah, that's the other thing. Well, uh, did you see what happened to the that organizer for Black Lives Matter? No. Got arrested? For? Spending money. 
Ah, there it is. What? He bought a what house. A surprise. Yeah, he bought a house. Oh, nice. Bought some other shit. Yeah, it's been like it two, been. 200, 300,000, some shit like that. Not oh, too crazy. Okay. That's not too crazy. Yeah, but you I know, was thinking he bought at least a five hundred thousand dollar home. I'm pretty sure he well he bought a home in like Idaho or some shit like that. Oh, okay. So he he bought the property, not the home. Right, right. Hundred acres or some shit like that. Oh yeah, sounds nice. Yeah, sounds real nice. People give money for what? For what? To spend that to support Biden? I guess I don't, I have no idea because it ain't going to the community. I tell you that much. Oh yeah. I mean, Black Lives Matter has done nothing for their community, no matter what. I mean, come on now. They've gotten like eight or nine million dollars of donations. And what have they done with it? You know, <sighs> funneled it all to the media to push their narrative. Yeah. Broadcast me, broadcast me. I make a difference in the world. No, you incite riots. Yeah. Yeah, that that debate was just was definitely I expected some of that, not. All of that. Did, did uh, Kamala and uh, Pence talk on this one? During the debate? No, it was strictly uh, Trump and Biden like, and the moderator. Those are the only three people you heard talk the whole night. Yeah, because I know Pence and Kamala. Pence and Kamala are supposed to talk next week. Next Wednesday. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we, we got to do the podcast live, dude. Oh, with the... With the debate in the background. The yeah. Gotta see how that okay. shit goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I got uh, YouTube TV, so we'll just set it up on the Xbox. Damn, shout out YouTube. Shout out YouTube. And Spectrum, because he has both, because he's too lazy to call Spectrum. What are you <laughs> talking about? I'm going to have Spectrum anyway. Oh, internet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't have YouTube TV with no internet, fool. Damn, got that motherfucker. Nah, we need to... Uh, yeah, you need to find out if a serious friend wants to come over and... I wear a mask. I got the new Bucky's mask. Yeah, you need to fold that bitch so it's like the eyes aren't on there too. Yeah, well, I didn't realize it. I just threw it on. Okay. I just opened it out of the package, put it on so I, I can make Jen laugh. But, uh. Because if you fold that bitch where you can't see the eyes and it's just the mouth and if it has a nose thing too, like just see those, it'd be that much funnier. Oh, yeah. Because it was just weird seeing your eyes and then another set of eyes right underneath it. Yeah, obviously. Oh, did you laugh when, uh, or I don't know if you saw it in the 20 minutes you watched, but uh, Trump saying that he brought back the NFL? Oh, he yeah. Said, I'm the one that brought back the NFL. America, y'all thank me later. Yeah, no shit. I started laughing. I was like, I'm cool with that. Appreciate it. Well, he brought back Big, tw- uh, Big 12 football, too. Oh, is that how the horn started playing? Uh, that's not, I'm sorry, Big 10, Big 10. Okay. I was like, uh, yeah, I think that's the horns for Big Twelve. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely need. I, I want, I want someone who's educated. Maybe I'll get my brother-in-law in here. I don't, I don't know. Not, not uh, my other, my other brother-in-law. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Cecilia and see what she says. I mean, because we got to wear masks. I'm down with that. I just want to get someone who's not. I don't know how to say it. I guess not super emotional with it. I mean, I'm kind of emotional with this shit too. But yeah, well, it'll probably be the same thing as when Baby J came. I'll let y'all two duke it out, and I'll kind of you'll be the moderator. Moderator. Damn, yeah. that's what we need. Dun 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 dun. Where's the uh, ESPN? The Monday Night Football kick it on. Like I rather hear fucking uh, what's his name that does uh, let's get ready to rumble or whatever. 
Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. Yeah, I'd rather just have a Michael Buffer fucking sound effect going. Now you gotta do and Bruce. You gotta do Bruce. Bruce. It's time. Sound like he's taking a shit. <laughs> I guess, dude. I've never really liked that one. No. Nah. Oh, dude. No, I'd rather have Buffer for. So, you want to move on to the next topic? I don't even remember what the fucking next topic was, dude. Talking about uh, Corona officially invading the NFL. It's already been invading the NFL. I'm talking about, fool. They, like, through the first two weeks, I think they had, what, like, one, and then they had multiple false negatives. I mean, false positives. But they have only had, like, one actual uh, case confirmed. And that was, uh, who was that, Miami? Oh, yeah, Miami had it. Uh, it was just one. This is the first one that is, like, I think, what did they got? Like five players test positive? I think like three of them were starters. No, two two were starters. One was on the practice squad. For Tennessee? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had two on the practice squad. But uh, they had a long snapper, offensive lineman. Their starting left tackle, their long snapper, and then it was a linebacker on the practice squad. Those are the three that tested positive. Plus two, I think two. Oh, it was two uh, uh, coaches. yeah, like uh, field management. Yeah, whatever. training training staff or something training, like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever it is. Okay, yeah. That's right. I was like, man, I swear to God, it was five people. But you're right. Yeah, it was three players and two staff members. Yeah, well, they said they actually, before I got here, they were talking about uh, someone else tested positive as well. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, especially if it's like on the staff side. Because, you know, what? They're, all, they're all required to wear masks the whole time. Well, but, this was a player. Oh, another player. Another player, yeah. Oh, shit. But I, I honestly, they said they all had asystematic, symptomatic. Symptoms. So I mean, no one was feeling the effects of it and stuff like that. I mean, it was bound to happen, I guess. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, it happened in the NBA bubble, and they're in a bubble. Yeah, it's just that there, there's no way around it. Someone's gonna catch it somehow, some way. Yep, and they'll just be moved to the COVID IR list and. Uh, Sit out a couple of weeks while they quarantine, and we'll move on. Yep. I'm just. I'm I just. I'm. I need. I want to know. I, who I, was I, it? I, I, <laughs> yeah, stutter. Um, who was it that asked if they were going to play this week because he needed to know for his fantasy league or for his team? Are you talking about Gilbert? Gilbert. Yeah. So he wanted to know if they were going to play at all because you know he's got a star. What is it? Running back. Well, yeah, he's got Derrick Henry in this in our league. Yeah. I got Derrick Henry in another league. Yeah, so it's like we need to know y'all playing, y'all not playing. Do I play you? Like, what happens if they cancel the game? Am I just fucked out of those points? Like, right. Yeah. Do I get an extra chance to swap them out? That's the thing, though. I think they'll announce it early enough for you to know before shit set. I hope so. Well, I mean, speaking of fantasy, like I have Julio plays Monday night, and. He's a game time decision. So I'm like, well, do I play this motherfucker? Or do I not play him? I wouldn't play him just based on his performance because of his injury. I picked up Gage. Yeah, well, fuck it. Play Gage instead well, of. Well, he's out. He was out too, so. Oh, shit. He uh, had a concussion last week, so hopefully. Breaks. Oh, against the Bears? Yeah. Yeah. Nick Foles to the rescue again. Dude, I, I, I really didn't like that move. I don't like them pulling Mitch. What? Yeah. Why? I, I like Mitchell Trubisky. Why? What do you mean why? Why? He's a good quarterback. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Why 
Okay. So why would you say Mitchell Trubisky is a good quarterback? Why would I say he he has everything that he needs? He just doesn't have the coaching behind it. it it's all a process that has to be. It, it's something that I've always talked about. Throwing him out there rookie year to learn and learn on the fly is not the best way. Because you can learn on the fly, and this may work this game, so he's going to go back to it, but it may not work the next game. He may not get that lucky. You know what I mean? Okay. And they're like, well, it's his third year. He should know by now. No, it, not if you're learning on the fucking fly. Like, you put a good coach behind him, and you let him sit for one year, and he would have been he would have been, he would have been a top caliber, caliber quarterback. Well, he's already on his second coach, no? Or has Nagy been his coach? The no, he's, he's on his second coach okay. with a completely new system last year. So this is his second year in a new system. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, I mean, he has everything to be a great quarterback, in my opinion. Nah, I don't fucking see it. I thought it. I mean, Nick Foles is the one that fucking brought him back. I don't think Mitchell would have done it. Nick, I mean, it was a, number one, it was Atlanta. <laughs> so, let, let's not give all the credit to Nick Foles. Atlanta has a tendency <laughs> to blow fucking games here, <laughs> whether it's the regular season or the Super Bowl. So, number one, you cannot say, oh, Mitchell Trubisky couldn't yeah. bring him back. Well, Nick Foles didn't know it was Atlanta. You didn't give Trubisky enough time because the third and fourth quarters where Atlanta shows up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I guess so. I mean, because did you – I'll give you that point. Did you see the way the game went that third quarter when Nick Foles took over? Missed tackles, missed tackles, <laughs> fucking – I mean, hell, I could have threw that one to Allen Robinson. Dude, he had five yards on any defender. I mean, I don't even think the referee was close to him. And <laughs> he caught it for open. a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I could have made that fucking yeah. throw. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Don't don't try to tell me, oh, Nick Foles saved the day. No, Nick Foles didn't save the day. Atlanta blew another fucking game. Don't yeah. try to give me that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, Atlanta. like we were talking about earlier, me and my brother-in-law, we were talking about uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, okay. Like he's like, man, he he should be he should be great. Like he should he has all the skills to do it. And I said, yeah, you put him behind a great coach, and fuck yeah, he would do amazing. But I just more, never liked his character. Huh? I've never liked his character. That cocky attitude. Yeah, I'm not. A, I mean, he's not as bad as uh, Johnny Manziel. Oh yeah, Manziel was definitely worse. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind Baker being young and fiery like that. You're gonna have. You're gonna be cocky as fuck. Nah, I guess, but it's never. I think he's just a little too into himself, and then the expectations are risen because of his cockiness. Well, I mean, he should be. He should be a top tier quarterback. It's just like Dak. Dak should be a top tier quarterback. Yeah, he's not like. You said he wanted this year to prove that he wants he needs that contract. Yep. He ain't proved shit to me. No, no. You don't like four hundred and something yards a game. I don't give a shit about four hundred touchdowns. And... Don't don't give a shit. Did he win? Nope. Okay then. I don't give a fuck about what his stats. Me and me kept saying that he threw for four hundred and sixty nine yards, three touchdowns. Did he win? No. We're one and two. I don't give a fuck about his personal stats. It's a team game. Yeah. I mean, you, I agree with that. I agree with that opinion, but I mean, if you can't, and you are the leader of that team, if you can't lead that team yeah. to victory with yeah, with yeah, the weapons but, that he has, but the only but downs, but but, the, but what the only downside to that argument is, it is a team game, and I 100% agree with that. Right, 
but it's the defense that is fucking killing him right no. now. No. How many points have they had allowed? The defense has allowed. Oh, my God. How many fumbles has he had? He's had one How many fumble. interceptions? He's had two. He's one had, of them was a bullshit interception because no. it was just a Hail Mary to the end zone. He had three fumbles. He lost two. Zeke had two fumbles and lost one. That offense is not clicking the way it should be. Dak is not doing. In that game against Seattle, when he threw that interception. It's at the start at, of the second half? No, at the end of the game. Okay. That shows you he is not a quarterback under pressure that knows what to do. 15 seconds left on the clock. You make Tuck the ball and run or what? I would have tucked it, got five yards, and then... Gone out of bounds? Yes. That's what I said common, right after the game. I texted you, or I put it in the group chat. Yeah, I said, that's, common fucking he sense. He should have fucking tucked the ball and ran it, because when he threw the interception, when there was, what, six, seven seconds left? If he would have yeah. just tucked the ball and ran, there could have been at least, like, three seconds left on the clock, two there, seconds. There would have been more than that. The ball was in the air for five seconds. He threw it for fucking 50 yards. No, nah, it wasn't 50 yards full. It was, like, 25, 30 yards. They were at the 50. They were not. Yes, they were. They were past the 50. They weren't in field goal range. No. that What does that got to do with anything? Their field goal range is 35. No. Their f- field goal range is 35. No, if you're not at it's the 35. 40. No, it's not. It's 35. That's a comfortable the, field goal range is 35. Yeah, you but cannot, that's not. That's past the fucking 50-yard line, right? Right. But at 40, we weren't in field goal range. So we weren't at, I mean, we're at, what, the 48 then? We didn't. It didn't matter if we were in field goal range or not. The point is. The ball did not go 50 fucking yards. But I agree with you that he should have tucked the ball and ran because, like, I, I guess I'm not accounting for the uh, travel time in the air for the ball. Yeah. But, you know, it didn't matter if he got the first down. If he didn't get the first down, all he had to do was tuck the ball and run, get out of bounds, and allow himself yeah. he, and he, the team, the offense, to reset. An opportunity. Instead of being to, on a scramble mode like they were and just chucking the ball. Yeah, up. had no, no reason he should have known – I mean, aware clock awareness. He, it's not like he had a running clock to begin with. The clock was stopped. Oh yeah, for that play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they called timeout. Yeah. But what you call it? Why would you throw in the quadruple coverage and then? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even the fact that you need to get a first down because it was third down still. Exactly. So if he tucked the ball and run, it'd have been fourth down. Or if he did manage to get the first down, which wouldn't have mattered based on the time left on the clock. Yeah, trade that moment. But it would have been. You know, a chance to reset, call a new play, and hope that your fucking line blocks long enough for you to be able to pass a field. I mean, make a decent pass. Yeah. Because as soon as he threw that ball, the how fucking wobbly and shit that ball was, I was like, oh, that's not a good ball. Yeah, that was a forced throw, under pressure, didn't know what to do. It's but that's that. hard to say that he doesn't know what to do when he fucking did the same fucking scramble move that he did, but he actually got the first down and we ended up winning the game when we played Seattle in the wild card round and got his first playoff win. Was that two years ago? So, I mean, he doesn't, I feel like he actually plays better under pressure. When they fall behind is when he's able to fucking do what he can do. I think he has problems with getting out ahead and staying ahead. Nah, I don't even think, I mean, he does good coming from behind, but it ain't no... I mean, like I said, the the they're an onside kick away from being zero and three right now. Well, yeah, I know, I understand that. And Dak, but Dak's again, putting up numbers to, that are great, but it's not translating to wins, and you can't blame the defense for that. 
I don't know how you can't play the claim, blame the defense for that. I mean, you can't we're even say about, it. We're, no, you we're say it. About, we're talking say about it. almost fucking just say it over a hundred points <laughs> in three fucking games, dude. So thirty points a game, thirty-five points a game. Yeah, we have what 40, 39, uh, 38, and then what was uh the Rams like twenty something? What? How much? How much did we score against the Rams? We scored. Yeah, I think it was like twenty-one. Maybe 21, or 17, something like that. So we played Atlanta. Let me double check because I don't remember the Rams score. I just remember yeah. the last two. I mean, the way the way I see it is with the offense that we have built, we should be putting up Chiefs numbers, Baltimore's numbers Shit. on offense. Baltimore didn't do too hot against the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs. That defending Super Bowl champions, what do you fucking expect? I'm just saying, for like, well, Lamar Jackson is not Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not. He really no. Is. I think he's a few years away. It was twenty some, to seventeen on the Rams game. Twenty seventeen, we still lost. So we got fifty nine. Yeah, it's right at over a hundred. Fifty nine, or like ninety seven, ninety seven points. So ninety seven points that we've given up. Given up to seventeen forty. And 31 or 30. What? We have 31. What the fuck? Goddamn 47. What the fuck you doing over there? You trying to do math? No. 50, yeah. 57 and then uh, 31. So, yeah. What? 88 is what we've scored. Is what we've scored. Yeah. Against For, Atlanta? Atlanta was 40. Against? The Rams was 17. That's 57. And then 31 against the Hawks. And then a depleted Hawks. Because Adams went out, what, the third quarter? Yeah, sometime in early in the second half. And they lost their – well, I mean, hell, they were without oh, half their fucking question, defense. Dude, because, you know, you played football, so you understand, you know, just that much more than me. Okay. But uh, Pete Carroll being real pissed off at Tristan Hill's ta- uh, tackle that injured their running back where he strained his knee. Oh, where he rolled him? That alligator roll? Okay, see, I didn't, I didn't see it, and I haven't gone back to look at it. Yeah. It, to me, I thought it was just a normal tackle, but I, like I said, when it was live, I didn't really pay attention to the tackle. Nah, he and had him down. I'm reading he... it, and it's talking about that alligator roll. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm not quite sure how, if I understand it correctly. Like, so what is it? So pretty much, if you ever watch how when a gator attacks somebody, it'll bite them and it'll roll, so okay. the body rolls with them. Okay. Pretty much that's what he did. He attacked his legs and then he rolled. Okay. Which. Had he went a little bit higher, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But he tackled low, and I think that was the bigger issue. Okay. Because he was so low. That's why his knee strained the way it did. Yeah, yeah. You're putting, you know, you do that at the waist, his legs can flop around. You do that maybe at the thighs and you're fine, but anything at the knee or lower, you're talking about possibly somebody getting hurt. Yeah, you're talking about, like, uh, tearing an ACL and shit. Yeah, and, I mean, he was – I think on that play, if I if I remember correctly, because I watched, I know they emphasize on the on the tackle. Yeah. But I think he was stopped. Was the other thing. Oh, like forward progress was stopped. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's like he should have. Yeah, I'm not a big Tristan Hill fan. Like, so I mean, if they suspended him, I'm not gonna go cry river or anything. But I, I that was just something I was thinking about about from that game that I I wasn't sure if I quite understood. I never went back to watch and see. Exactly what they're so upset about. Yeah. No, but at, at the end of the day, I feel like uh, Dak hasn't proven 
That he deserves that contract. Not yet, at least. I mean, I, I don't know if he's proven it or not proven it. No, he has but, not proven it. You know, I just feel, in my opinion, you cannot blame every single loss on Dak when he's putting up. If you're putting up those kind of numbers, you should be winning. You should be. But you also need to have a defense on your team. Like, that's just how it is. Like, when Russell Wilson won his fucking championship, you know. Oh, defense wins championships. Fucking, but offense wins games. I guess, dude. I mean, you need to fucking win games to get to a championship game. And if you ain't got a fucking defense, you ain't going to win. I mean, with all the injuries we have on defense anyways, it's almost like it's a second string out there playing against yeah, first string. Yeah, it really strings. is. I mean, so you can't, I, you I can't blame like Diggs, dude. How oh, about Dick? that fucking play against dude, Metcalf? Oh, props to him. He got fucking burned and he, he went. He got burned. And he, he stayed with the play, man. That That is, that is great hustle. And yeah. they even, the announcers even said it during the game. You know, that's that Alabama mentality. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, you dude. You know, you do dude. not give up on the play even if you've gotten burnt. But see, that shows you right there what great coaching can do for a player. Yeah. I think Dak hasn't had a great coach. I don't think Mike McCarthy is the one that's going to put him over the, the top. I'm starting to have my doubts about McCarthy, too, because I thought McCarthy coming in was going to be a great move because I believed him to be a hard-nosed, in your face coach. No. And he is not showing that. No, he's not. He he never was that. I always thought he was. No. Fuck no. Like, I want someone who's going to get in these players' faces when they fuck up, not fucking clap them, telling them, oh, well, good job. We'll get them next time, guys. Like, nah, fool. You're not your fuck. You're not their friend, fool. Like, you're there to do a job. You're there to coach. And you need to let them know when they fuck up, how to correct it. And, and then you congratulate them when the fucking job is done. Nah, season don't end after one game. I'm sorry. Well, it doesn't, but, you know, you complete one game, you get the win, you know, you move on to the next one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm honestly right now, the way the way it's looking. It's looking like Coach Clap all over again is honestly what it's looking like to me. He's over there clapping on the sideline and shit, and I'm just like, nah, dude. Like, the, shit's not getting fixed right now. There's no reason to be clapping. Well, that, and see, that's this is this was my point exactly. I never thought Jason Garrett was the problem to begin with. I think that his role, he's a puppet master. Jerry Jones is a puppet master. His hand is in everything. So if he can't let us go, I mean, that's why Jimmy Johnson left. That's why, I like, all these people well, because. Jimmy got fired. Yes, because he wouldn't run Jerry's game plan. Okay. That's why there's a and and every coach that has been there, if you watch, Parcells wasn't the same coach he was in New York when he was with the Cowboys. Okay. All these other coaches that are, you know, Garrett stepped in. Garrett didn't have any say. And you could see it in his face, like he's like, Well, we're we're gonna have to you know, we might have to look at the kicking situation. Yeah, yeah, I remember that part, yeah. So if if he can't even make a decision on a kicker that can't make a fucking kick He's what is it? What else? Yeah, because Jerry Jones even came out after Garrett said, you know, we're gonna have to look at the kicking situation. And uh, Jerry was like, "No, we're we're not looking at kickers right now. Like, he's our kicker." And I'm like, "Bro, are you not watching the fucking game? Right, like, you lost you, three games because of this motherfucker. You not see that he cannot kick anything between the 31 and the 40 yard field goal? Like, it's just it's his fucking kryptonite. He cannot hit anything from 31." To 40 yards. If you're in that range, you might as well go for it on fourth down. Yeah, I mean, that, but that just shows you. I mean, I, I love Jared to death because he's a, 
he keeps it real as fuck, but at the same time, it's like time to step back, dude. You need to let someone else run your team. Like it, it was just like drafting. Like we almost got Mayfield. You you realize how close we came to getting Mayfield? Yeah, and it took uh, Stephen Jones coming in telling him no. Yeah, and now Stephen Jones runs our draft, and I I feel like we've been drafting better, better. Yeah, Tristan Hill was obviously a fucking bust, but I mean, it's been better. Tristan Hill. When was he drafted? Second round. When? Uh, last year. So this is his first year? No. Like last year. 2019. Did he play season. last year? This is second year now. Was he starting last year? Starting? No, I don't think he was just in the rotation. Oh. Uh, I think he plays mostly defensive tackle. But, yeah, I mean, that's the one that made the Gator roll this week. And so, what, I mean, obviously with all the injuries, too, he's uh, getting more time on the field but I'm, I'm not really impressed with that kid well i don't think he's a full-time starter to be honest with you uh and them pass rushers man they, they need to start making shit getting shit through man. now well see that's the other thing too like they said uh lawrence it's gonna take a lot of getting used to being standing up now because now they switch to that uh three four bullshit that they're trying that mccarthy wants to run on defense was it McCarthy or his uh, defensive coordinator? Not McCarthy. His, de- his, de- his defensive coordinator is the one that has always used a 3-4 scheme. Well, so did uh, McCarthy and Green Bay. Okay. So, I mean, I, I think they both emphasize on that. But to get someone who was in the 4-3 to now he's got to stand up, it, it like they said, it's going to be weeks before Lawrence is the, dominate, the dominant end that he was. Okay. Because it's all about. You know, you're talking about changing everything you've been doing for the past, what, two years? Year and a half? Shit, longer than that. Three years? Some shit like that? At least four. When did he come in? 16? I think so. No. I think earlier than that. Damn. Oh, well, yeah, he already got his big contract, so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe longer than that. But still, you're talking about doing that for five years and then having to switch it up. And it's a complete different change. Like, they talk about the way you push off your foot, so it, the yeah, way you, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, because you're so used to like being in that stance that everything you've ever practiced, your whole muscle memory is all based on that stance. Yeah. And now you're going to a two point stance. Exactly. So it's not, it's just kind of one of them deals like, and then of course with the off season, not having any practice time to get used to it or anything like that. So, but yeah, that I think that whole secondary is basically fucking second stringers and rookies because Trayvon's the rookie. And then, uh, a lot of those other guys are all second strings, but well, yeah, I mean, we got... They got beat how many times against Seattle? Uh, we should have lost by fourteen if Metcalf wasn't stupid and stopped stopped up before getting into the end zone. Yeah, I what what bullshit interception were you talking about with Dak? The the ending one where he just threw it up for Hail Mary at uh, the end. But he threw the like, one in the second quarter, right? Yeah, no, there there was right. Uh, no, the fumble was in the second quarter. He threw the interception. Or second quarter, sorry, I was thinking second half. But yeah, I think the interception was in second quarter. Yeah, I I just don't have Dak being And then at to begin our first drive of the second half, he fumbled it. Right. I just I I just don't think that he is at the top of his game right now. At all. Well, he's still gotta be doing something right for them fucking yards. And I I know a lot of it has to do with the receivers because he's been missing some balls. That was a hell of a catch by uh Cooper who was that? Uh, Atlanta with the one-handed reaching out. That's a lot of fucking work for the receiver to go out and get yeah. the ball like that. Um, Gallup's made some incredible catches because the balls weren't where they're supposed to be. 
So I think Schultz Schultz had another one-handed catch. Yeah, Schultz, not Jarwin. Jarwin's the one that's hurt. But, I mean, these receivers are having to make up a lot of fucking shit to make Dak's numbers what they are. Yeah, but, I mean, even at that, like I said, putting up numbers doesn't doesn't mean shit. Because, in theory, if you start at the 20 and you drive 50 yards, you're still either going to punt or miss, take a field goal. You know what I mean? So, 50 yards a drive, five drives, I mean, that's 250 yards. Yeah, but you got to think that not all of that is passing. Right, but then you got to think we also don't have only five drives. So Yeah, I guess so. I was just making an assumption there, not to be the Mr. Literal Mr. over here. Mr. Literal, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how much is that is running? How much does Zeke get? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I get it. You jack off to the Cowboys, but at the same time, you got to be real with it. it it's oh, it, Well, yeah, there's a fucking problem there. But I, I don't put everything on deck. I do. That's supposed to be your leader. Yeah. But like I said, he's not out there fucking playing defense. Right. What? I mean, if Mahomes can out there and pump up his defense to do fucking good, why the fuck can't Prescott do it? Why is Prescott sitting on the bench, not over there talking to his defense? Go get us the ball back. Go get us the ball back so we can score, so we can win this game. Why is he sitting on the bench looking like a fucking retard? Well, I don't know if he's looking at it like, like a retard. He's probably fucking... Reviewing shit and trying to get No, there was that one they panned over and he was literally staring off into fucking space. Was it really? Yeah. No, I missed that part. Must take a went to go take a leak or something. Yeah. But I mean that's the thing. You're you're out there, you're not motivating your team. You're supposed to be you are the quarterback. You are the number one guy on that team. Yep. You got Patrick Mahomes over there, like when he, in the Super Bowl, they were down. They were down and you you watched that in the NFL flint uh films. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Turning point or whatever. It's yeah, he's over there hyping up the defense. Let's go. Yeah. You get that ball back, I go score. We win this shit. I mean, dude, that right there, fuck, I'll go hit somebody right now. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's the difference between winning quarterbacks and losing quarterbacks. If they're not hyping up their team, you're number one. Can't nobody hit you in practice. You get top dollar for everything you do. You are the person that the team surrounds. Yep. If you're not motivating your team, then you are the problem. Uh, there's just so many fingers to point around. No, man. there's only one. It starts no, at the top. You cannot fucking put everything. Oh like my that. god, pull his dick out of your ass <laughs> and blame the kid, man. I'm not saying I'm not blaming him, but I'm not blaming him for everything. No, that it starts with your. Actions reflect leadership. Have you not seen fucking Remember the Titans? Yes, fool. That's your favorite fucking shit. Well, who's their leader? Who's the No, who's the leader of the Dallas Cowboys? Jerry Jones. No. I'm talking about on the fucking field. Mike McCarthy. No. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) And this is why the Cowboys are losing. These are the fans that we have to deal with. No. It, It starts with your number one player who wants big money. He's got the C on his jersey. Yeah, I mean, come the fuck on, dude. If you can't, if you can't hype up your team and you're just sitting there, I'm gonna review a play. What did I do wrong? That's all fun and dandy, but at the same time, if you ain't hyping up your team on halftime or timeouts and shit like that, dude, there ain't no way. He's he's just like Garrett, like you said, clapping. Uh, McCarthy. No. Or Dak. Dak. You're blaming Dak. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't see a forty million dollar quarterback out there. 
Oh, I, I've never fucking once said that he's worth fucking forty million. I don't see a thirty million dollar quarterback out there. Really? I'd pay I'd pay Mitchell Trubisky before I pay him. No shit. I've seen Mitchell Trubisky try to hype up his team. I have never seen Dak do it. I've never seen Dak in the three four years I've been watching him hype up his defense. To, you go get the ball and I score. No, I've never seen him out there trying to motivate his fucking teammates. Never. I mean, he may have, but from what I've seen, he has never done it. He's had to. For him. There's no way he's never done it, but I would think it would be more towards his rookie season. And that should be. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Look at the greats. Tom Brady. He he makes a fucking pass, and he's yelling at people. He's yelling oh, at yeah, his yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm talking about, dude. Like, Aikman. Like, if you've ever watched, like, the uh, documentary videos of, like, the 90s Cowboys, and they show Aikman. Because he's pissed off when Jimmy gets fired and they bring in Barry Switcher. And he played with Barry Switcher in college. And he's telling all the guys, oh, y'all going to love him. Y'all going to love him. And he is not the same. He ends up not being the same guy. He wasn't as hard-nosed and in-your-face as he was when uh, Troy was with him in uh, high school. And they're in the middle of a game. They're playing like shit. And he's on the sideline just yelling. And he's telling the coaches and he's telling the players we're playing like shit. And, you know... These coaches, they're over here just slapping them on the ass and telling them good job. That ain't a good job. We're not doing good right now. We look like shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Like, we need somebody like that in the locker room. We need someone like that on the coaching staff to let them know, hey, this is not okay. What what uh, position did Aikman play? Quarterback. Damn. <laughs> Case in fucking point, what I just said for the All past right, 15 Paul. fucking minutes. All right, Paul. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Like, I honestly... I. I if if that keeps going the way he's going, if I was Jerry Jones, I would try to trade him. Get something for him? Yeah, get something for him. Who's desperate right now? For? Who's desperate and who do you think we could actually make a trade for? I mean, hell. I don't say the fucking Eagles because the Eagles. I don't, I don't, I don't like want shit. fucking Wentz. He hell looks no. like shit right now. Honestly, I would take Trubisky. So you would trade the Bears for Trubisky? It wouldn't be an even trade. Because I think Trubisky, I mean, uh, Dak has a better. He has the the legs. He runs also. I mean, Trubisky does too, but I think Dak's a better runner. Okay. So I, you think we could get Trubisky in like a pick or something? Oh, it'd have to be at least two picks. Uh, Trubisky would be one. Let's see. Who else but can I, I go with? I don't think the Bears are, uh, they're not desperate right now. I think they're, aren't they 3-0 after beating Atlanta? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not exactly desperate. I'm not talking about right now. The end oh, of the I'm season. trying to think. You, you're saying if things are going to go the way they're going, they're, he's going to have to trade them this season. He's on a one-year tender. So, yeah. I mean, they can I'm, do a sign I'm and trade to look as well. At the teams that are down at the bottom of the fucking pile, fucking oh. looking for a quarterback. I mean, let's see who else could. Like, who's the Dolphins' quarterback right now? Fucking Fitzpatrick, and they got two already sitting yeah. on the bench, sitting the year. So it ain't fucking Dolphins. I mean, we could even go after Baker, but I don't think it's worth it. Cleveland. I mean, we can go for Watson. I'd do an even trade for Watson. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. That'd be that'd be perfect. He'd probably be ready to get out of fucking Houston anyway. It looks like he already is. But then we'd be picking up a $40 million contract. I think he's worth $40 million. Oh, this motherfucker. Watson? To do the things that he's done with that line that they have not built around him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No running game? I mean, they expect him to be to win a game, and they took away his 
top best, receiver. Yeah, his best fucking receiver. And then we that have motherfuckers having a lot of fun in Arizona. I know. And then we have what David John. They have David Johnson as a running back. Come on now, injury prone. I mean, they don't. They. It's like they're almost in full rebuild. I mean, the best thing they have going for him is J.J. Watt, and he's always hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I guess they technically are in fucking full re- rebuild. Like, they're 0-3 too, aren't they? Yeah. Like, shit. It's got to be rough being a Texans fan right now. Knowing, just seeing how the offseason went, getting rid of Hopkins and... Hopkins and uh, Who did they play last? Picking up a fucking uh, Johnson and shit. What? Who did they play last week? Last week was... Who the fuck was it last week? Oh, shit. Breaking news. Lakers win game one on the NBA Finals. Okay, cool. Congratulations to that. Xavier going to be talking shit all fucking day. LeBron. LeBron this and LeBron that. LeBron James. LeBron James. Man, dude, who the fuck did the Texans I'm looking it up. Calm the fuck down, dude. Steelers. Oh, it was the fucking Steelers. 3-0 Steelers. So, I will give the Texans this. They've had a hell of a fucking start to the season. The first three, I mean, defending Super Bowl champs, you know. The second team in the fucking AFC. (laughs) The defending, you know, AFC North champions slash, you know, the two teams that were in the NFC champion or the AFC championship. Yeah. And they play Steelers with Big Ben's resurgence, like, and he's been rolling. Big Ben's been, came out like he hasn't missed a beat, dude. After missing, he missed the whole season last year. Yeah, he 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 missed the whole season. I couldn't remember if he played week one or not. But him and, like, and, and see, like, Ben and Juju are still. Like, just meshing. Yeah. He talked about pulling, uh, uh, getting Sam Donald. See, I might even, I might even take Sam Donald. Yeah, I guess, dude. I'm not, I'm not sold on Sam Donald either. But, I mean, it, it goes back to you have good players that have shitty coaching. And shitty teams. Shitty teams, yeah. Shitty organizations is really what I should say. Yeah, GMs that you know go and trade away your best players and shit. Because look at Josh Allen, dude. Everybody thought he was a bust. Dude, I was thinking he was a bust too, and he's fucking dude. And I said it. I fucking said it last year. Yeah, we had talked about it. I said, watch, he's gonna be an amazing quarterback, and he's proving me right. Yep. All right, he's he's balling out of control right now. I mean, it ain't Russell Wilson, but because Russell Wilson was on his own level. Dude, Russell Wilson is playing lights the fuck out this year. Like you could tell how frustrated he was when Metcalf fucking lit up at the end zone and oh yeah, but that, Diggs that to punch that ball out. But that's a leader right there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You see, and, and that's a case in point. You see two different, Spectrums. two elite quarterbacks on the field. You know what I mean? And look at what one's doing, and look at what the other one's doing. Yep. Seattle gave up a 14 point lead for the Cowboys to come up by one, and there's Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson over there yelling at the defense, driving, driving down the field. Let's go, touchdown. you know. And scores two points. Yeah, let's push this shit. Let's go. Let's go, defense. Like, hyping them up. What's Dak doing? Sitting on the bench. Yep. You're probably right, fool. I'm always right. You ain't always right, fool. Name one time I was wrong. I'll wait. Not playing, we got time. Right, not playing we got red time. three, fool. Not playing three. what? Yeah, that's what I thought, fool. Okay. You're not always right, fool. Okay. Hey, players fuck up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? All right. I get one. That's as long one. as you admit you ain't always right. I, I get one. There's a there's oh, a. Oh, you get one. Yeah, okay. you always get one. One oh, okay. a year. Okay. And that was my one time. All right. Let me let me think of another one. Yeah. I'll save it for next week though. Yeah, we got time. <laughs> like like Trump told Biden, we got time. We got time. All right. Name name one thing. Go ahead. Name it. Name it. We got time. <laughs> Clown. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. President. 
clown. Sorry, Mr. President. Uh, damn, that was like a fucking repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a damn near like it. Damn, fucking Echo. We playing with Matt? No. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, like I said, I'm just not sold on Dak. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're making some great points right now. I mean, at, look, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's done and that's it. And this is, you know, after game three, no. But from what he's proven now, with the way this offseason has gone, yeah. I, I will give him a buffer. We have we have a lot less strenuous schedule for the next three games, and we're at home for the next three games. So If we lose to Cleveland, then we're in trouble. Oh, yeah, for sure. The way I see it is if the only team we should lose to in the next five games is Baltimore. If, we lose, if we're not five and three at the halfway mark, season's over with. I just I want to throw this out here, right? Back to our previous episodes where we broke down the Cowboys schedule. Yeah. So far, I'm right. <laughs> Are you? I had us losing week one, beating Atlanta. Okay. And losing to Seattle. We we're going to start the season. We we're supposed we to start the first season. month two and two. Okay. So if they win Cleveland, call me, call me Nostradamus. This motherfucker right here. Because I had us beating the Rams. Yep. Beating Atlanta. Yep. Losing to Seattle. Right. And... Beating Cleveland. You had us three and one. Yeah. And I had us two and two. But if you look at the big picture full, we both had them fucking finishing the same record. We just had different games lost. Mm, What was it? Nine and seven? Yeah. No, I think it was like 10 and six. The way they're playing right now, I don't see us winning 10 games. They need a a big change. No, hopefully it'll fucking come because they needed to change something. Uh, They bring in Errol Thomas now? I don't think so. You still don't think so? Mm Mm-mm. He's a cancer to the locker, the locker room, unfortunately. I don't know, man, because uh, he was supposed to sign with the Texans. Now that's postponed. They and, pulled uh, that shit, yeah. Uh, apparently, Jerry Jones is, you know, hinting at it possibly happening. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think Brandon Carr was a good pickup the way they did it. Yeah. He's been doing pretty decent. Yeah. The problem is they're attacking the rookies, or they're attacking Diggs. And Dig- Diggs is getting beat. In some situations, but yeah. you're talking about against like Metcalf and Julio. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You're, you're talking that's, about that's number my one thing. Like he's a rookie. I never have high expectations for rookies. Period. They have to less a quarterback, right? No, not even if they. Nah. When, when Dak started in 2016 and took when Romo went down in 2016, I said our season's fucking done. We lost to the Giants week one with Dak at quarterback, and I'm like, well, here we go. This is the start of a shitty season we're about to have. And then we went on that, what was it, eight, ten-game run before we lost again because we ended up playing the Giants. I think we played them first, the first week, and we lost to them. Jack, Dak's first start as a quarterback. And then I think we played them week 11. And that was ten weeks later, and we lost to them again. You know what? I would trade Dak for Daniel Jones. You know what? I'm not really going to argue that one. Like, I think Daniel Jones could be something special. I, I see the way he plays under Garrett, and it's different than he played last year. Is it, I, I, I haven't mean, really paid attention. So, But, I mean, obviously it's another year. He's gained some experience. But you can see him, his maturity level and his decision-making is not as bad. Of course, his team around him sucks. Oh, yeah. You know, now I mean, Barkley being player, out. He's got, yeah. yeah, Barkley, and he's done. So. All right, well, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. We out.